Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Hello, greetings, fellow listeners. Welcome to Issue Now. My name is Stephen Allgood. I'll be your host today. And with me, I have Desiree Hayworth and Abida Dante, and we're going to be talking about public discourse. Well, discourse as a whole. Like, no one can define discourse in one specific way. Like, you can think of it from an academic sense, a public uh, sense, like what everyone thinks about, or a political sense on how politicians or certain certain people think about uh, a specific idea when it affects them directly. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of academic discourse is that uh, it's research that uh, that produces an idea results on an idea but it's uh, coca-cola they start these front groups that actually they're non-profit groups that actually they do research but they already have the end result that they want well they're trying to do research that leads to an end result that makes themselves look better example of this is a global energy balance network huh. led by dr blair which their primary focus is to make huh, the food companies look better Oh, like this tarnishes the idea of academic. I do agree. I do agree with researching information for an end result, but it's also how they go about things to benefit from the result and retaining credibility. Like there's, it. How to describe it? It goes. It depends on what your, what your interests are, because like with the Coca Cola. Company. Like they're trying to, uh, they're trying to increase profits. So yeah. Like they're not gonna, they're gonna create uh, a, a conflict. A fake. Well, they're trying a to, con- well, not fake, but they're trying to create a conflict of interest with. A, no, not a conflict of interest. They're trying to. They're creating little um. They're just taking research group, fun funding research groups that are like non-profit. Yeah. Well, the Global mm-hmm. Energy Network is a non-profit organization. Yeah. What do you have to say, Abida? Okay. According to my research, um, academic discourse relationship with food companies are not about promoting their products, but they are about creating nutrition messages that people can understand and act to improve their health and that of their families. Wait, that's well. That's uh, that's the proper use. I'm asking about what does the food companies like? Well, actually, this is a. They also, the food industry. They also affect uh, political discourse, uh, which, uh, like, they're trying to, uh, to keep uh, their business afloat. So of course they're gonna. Uh, they're not gonna allow any government action to go against them without a uh, fight. I mean. In 2004, the uh, the World Health Organization wanted uh, to regulate uh, harder free sugars, uh, which would mean like any sugar found that was not necessary in uh, sodas, candies, or even condiments uh, like ketchup or other for or syrups that uh, people wouldn't associate as free sugars or sugars that are not needed. So they attacked them with uh, 28, with a 28-page response uh, highlighting uh, personal responsibility 
uh, exercise over diet, and that any, there are no such thing as bad food, that, like, you eat food to gain energy, and energy is an output. Like, people are thinking that food companies are kind of using science to hijack the... Do you have another example of political discourse that oh, the food companies used before to be there? The food politic author Marion Nestle noticed that if it comes from if it comes from to study our body health if issue of sugary drinks the science depends on who pay for it. According to the recent analysis, the taxes must be actually higher than before, so they can prevent people so from visiting. Wait, so they actually are they're taxing the sodas? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're talking about the... Higher than before. Are you talking about the soda tax in Illinois that happened a couple months ago? Mm, yes. Yeah, I was actually pretty annoyed about that. It As heavily a affected my my household too, but mainly I'm the only one that drinks the soda. Yeah, same. Mm. Like an extra ten cents on soda. It was it's kind of an. It's bad if you have a caffeine addiction. Well, it's more bad for you since you don't drink coffee. But it affected <laughs> me because I'm a Coca-Cola addict, mm. so I'm actually trying to discredit a company that I actually support. Um. Kind of shows my conflict of interest. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It really does. Um. Then, uh, but moving on, there's a stigma which is a eh, like a negative association to an idea, and there's a stigma to obesity that that has kind of uh, become. It's not really. It's actually not a very new idea. People have always just they always try to fat shame. Oh, the public. Yeah. Mm. And they would always be like, you need to exercise more. Thinking, like, thinking that exercising will solve everything when it, when it clearly does not. Yeah. yeah. It's mainly what you eat, like, what you eat and how much, like. Not just. Not, not exactly, yeah. but you, you get my drift. It's cutting down on, on things. Yeah. That would cause a personal responsibility. responsibility. So. I wouldn't say it's personal responsibility, but it's just... Like, there's only so much you can uh, do, because there was actually a study from, oh, ignoring history, and uh, there was an argument as to whether uh, if, uh, if a man is, say, uh, a man was smoking and on the inside... A man was smoking, and there was an infant in the room. It's the infant's... Is it the infant's personal responsibility to actually leave the room when the man is smoking if he doesn't, if the child does not want to be there? How can a child leave... Like, an infant leave the room? If, well... I mean, if they're on the floor, they can crawl, but would they know the difference? I don't really think... So. Well, that's the, that was the argument, like, why selfish way of thinking? Very negative, in a way. What, uh, what's your opinion, Abita? I'm sorry, I did not hear that one. Well. Okay, yeah. 
I was saying the public health community need to engage with NZU. They need a what? N need to engage. Engage engage, what? engage with uh, the food company so they can build a strong argument. Well, they need that. Yeah. That give a promise to have yeah. for people. Well, the, the food company has been, well, of course, uh, we're having this discussion, so we know that the food company has been under uh, siege for a while now. Yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of, like, what's the next step. And also, going back to the, well, going back to the stigma, uh, don't you know, it's a bit of a comp. You ever heard of NFL Play 60? A little bit. Hmm. Well, it's actually a not. It's a program that actually influ. It's that the NFL they actually try and get kids to play 60 minutes a day, and so what they. Yeah, do you understand the underlying oh, message yeah. here? They want kids to actually. Well, they're trying to. Um, they're trying to influ like promotes exercise over diet, like to actually try and better the cause. Well, yeah. the food company's cause. And you want to know who's paying? Uh, the NFL is uh, supposed to be a non-profit, but... Well, the NFL Foundation is supposed to be a non-profit, but... Don't you find... You want to know what they advertise during the NFL? Let me guess. Like Gatorade and all like all sorts of snacking, snacking junk food. Yep, Doritos are predominantly that. Yeah, and those are not the best foods to eat when you're hungry for a snack. And they're they're not. Well, they're not healthy, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, funded indirectly by the people that advertise them. Like, well, actually, more towards some uh, public discourse, like the idea of like fat shaming people actually trying to increase personal health. Well, it's, it's so embedded with us with fat shaming and like exercise more that we don't really bother looking at things that could be causing it. We're just like, oh, I and it's not um, influence, the power of influence with advertisement because you see advertisements everywhere for like, for like Coca-Cola, for fast food, everywhere. Yeah, they put so much funding into the advertising, this idea. Yeah. Uh, like, well, to promote their products. And, well, try to influence uh, legislation in, uh, in different governments. And this is just what I got from um, a small clip stigma. I remember them mentioning about, like, how they, the government was... It was something about um, trying to put more healthier foods into schools. Because there's like so many different kind of fast food type of things like pizza. Hmm. Pizza, you have hamburgers, whatever thing hmm. fast food wise you want. And hot yeah, hot dogs too. Um and there's just so much of fast food being served to the kids, there's like not really anything of a healthier choice. And well, when no, there no, that's the problem. There's so many choices. Yeah, yeah but but it's like, like when put you a, yeah, but then put a when bottle, you well, like the idea is that 
put a bottle of water in one hand and a Coca-Cola. What do you think the little kids in a girl grab? Exactly. They're going to get the unhealthier. Even mm-hmm. with so many choices, too. It's just yeah. everyone prefers the fattier stuff or the sweeter, sugarier yeah. stuff compared to something that will actually benefit them. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're uh, bidding around the bush too much here. Uh, and I think that concludes uh, Issues Now. Uh, I'll be your host, uh, Stephen Allgood, and uh, stay classy, oh, friends. <laughs>